I, I tend to hate talking about Elon Musk. I mean, we don't do it very much on the show for good reason. Cause there's often like, there is nothing of value to, to be had in terms of talking about him, engaging with him, acknowledging uh, his existence. And there's nothing new to be said either. Right. It's like, there's no new critique uh, that we can lob at him. Uh, you know, it's not like we're, we're discovering new criticisms uh, or, or discovering new chinks in the armor or something that we can find. Oh, we can finally, you know, take them down. It's like, there, there's none of that. Um, but sometimes the shit is funny. And, and this week is, uh, is, is, is some real like peak look behind the curtain um, because a, a, a bunch of Elon Musk's uh, tweets have become may have been hundred or not tweets text messages sorry text messages <laughs> and well emails. So, I mean his tweets are, are public, but not to me and Jeremy because we're blocked. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I need the, the Delaware court to release those tweets. So. <laughs> Stop the count! Stop the count! <laughs> no, so the Delaware's court of chancery uh, has released hundreds of text messages and emails uh, sent to and from Elon Musk as part of discovery uh, in the big, uh, in this uh, current litigation with uh, Twitter, I mean, it just absolutely stupid and foolish too to like put himself in a position where he could be open to discovery in a court case, which would then cause all of these private documents and, and communications to be made public. This shit is so good. It's so good to get a look behind the curtain at, at Elon Musk's uh, text messages and emails. Not in large part, not because like it's revealing something interesting. Like we're not seeing some grand master plan but, you know, Charlie Warzel uh, had a really great piece about all this in The Atlantic, which I am drawing from uh, for, for our discussion here. And he wrote, the texts are juicy, but not because they are lyric, particularly offensive or offer up some scandalous musky and master plan. Quite the opposite. What is so illuminating about the Musk messages is just how unimpressive, unimaginative, and sycophantic the powerful men in Musk's contacts appear to be. And, and so this is what's great about them. Not so much what they have revealed about Elon Musk, but what they have revealed about the private cult of really powerful, wealthy men that surround him. Like we are familiar with the cult of personality that Elon Musk commands on Twitter and on Reddit and, and shit like that. Right. Like, you know, people who are, you know, the weird nerds who are like, you know, always in his mention, always name searching for him, always jumping into your mentions. If you say his, if you invoke his name, like Beetlejuice, um, we're familiar with that. And that's fine. I mean, it's, it's extremely bizarre and strange impulse, but also like this is just the, uh, you know, they're, they're like an anonymous mass, uh, of, of, of pathetic people, right? Like that's fine. Like they probably, you know, it's safe to assume a lot of them probably don't have a lot going on in their life. So this is why they do it. What we, what we find out in seeing the private text messages and emails though is that tons of billionaires and wealthy influential tech investors and executives act exactly the same way 
but they don't do it in public. They just do it directly to Elon Musk in his text messages it, and, and, and his DMs. It's, it's pathetic on, a, on another level. Like, true, like, we'll get into some of this, but just reader be warned. Like, we're entering into uh, here to, heretofore un, un, unseen levels of cringe and, and patheticness among men who uh, are so wealthy so wealthy they should just log off forever right like like they are billionaires many of them and they're act and they're acting like this they're like what what well, i don't know like i was saying that it was surprising to me how like sycophantic a lot of these people are but then a lot of people were chiming in and saying well of course like they're going to be sycophantic and they were saying you know well these are like relatively wealthy people they sniff the blood in the water they sniff a chance to make money they sniff a chance to get some it some influence right they're going to butter his ass up because they, you know, think that just it works for them generally, right? They'll throw him money. He'll throw their money, you know, scratch my back, I scratch your back, so on and so forth, right? Um, but I think I just was a little bit surprised because a lot of these people do have real power, right? They, like, a lot of these people actually are investors. A lot of these people are actually, like, billionaires plugged into, like, wide influence networks they don't just have a lot of money like musk they don't just have a wide social network like musk and but they're like kind of groveling right to a guy who just like posts a lot <laughs> posts a lot and has a lot of money um because uh, i guess maybe there's a perception that like you know it will be rewarded right to see and jason just be like yeah you can have 250 million or larry ellison be like do you need a billion or more you know um mm-hmm. Or to see William McCaskill be like, please, please, please let my friend Sam Bankman Freed uh, invest in you on um, Twitter. He can do anywhere from one billion to eight billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild how many billionaires are like throwing themselves, throwing equity at Musk yeah. to be like, give me an equity stake in your Twitter, uh, you know, uh, acquisition, please, please, please. Yeah, Mark Andreessen literally emailing or not emailing, uh, DMing Musk and and being like saying, you know, offering Musk two hundred and fifty million dollars with no additional work required. Which what does no additional work required mean? Does that mean no due diligence? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> it's like and, and yeah, and as you were saying, you know, Ellison, right, the CEO and founder of Oracle, uh, you know, being like, you need a billion. Very funny also to have William McCaskill, old uh, you know, well not old, new, new enemy of the show, <laughs> William yeah. McCaskill. Um getting in touch with Musk on behalf of Sam Bankman fried, right? Like, like I, I don't get, I, I, but also it makes sense. Like a, a lot of fucking people have Elon Musk as contact information too. It's like, I don't know, man. Like if I were Elon Musk, I'd maybe keep my phone number a little bit more secret where like, you know, you know, I, I, I don't know if I would want, these people who you otherwise respect, right? Like Elon Musk, you know, has said that, you know, William McCaskill's book on long-termism is the closest thing to his own philosophy, right? Which would say Elon Musk holds the man in some, I don't know if I would want somebody like a philosopher who I hold in esteem texting me, asking for a handout or, or, or texting me being like, can you please talk to my friend? He's also a billionaire. He's in crypto. You, yeah, you know, you know him. Come on, please. 